0: Welcome back to another episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, a show where I Kala get together with my son and chat about the happenings in our lives. We wish you all a very happy new year. May our lives be filled with love, togetherness, good health and prosperity. It's been one year since I saw Tejas. So this session is the perfect opportunity for me to talk about all this and more with him. Further. It gives us a glimpse of his university life and the super cold weather in Cambridge. Say hello to your crowd, son.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. It's very nice to take on this podcast to another new year, having spent so much of our last year ideating the podcast and starting it up together. I hope everyone has a blessed and fulfilling new year ahead. Uh, In line with this theme of new year, we've done one episode reflecting back on 2020 and another episode talking about New Year's traditions. I'd like to close off this three-episode series that I had in mind by talking to you, Amma, about something else that's very, uh, very, very intrinsically linked to the New Year and what the New Year brings. This idea of New Year's resolutions. Uh, I don't know when the first time was that I was introduced to the concept of New Year's resolution. It was probably... Uh, one of the issues of Friday magazine or something when I was a child. But ever since I've been a child, it's been a part of my vocabulary and very associated with the idea of New Year. So I'd like to ask you first, do you set yourself any New Year's resolutions? If yes, why do you set yourself New Year's resolutions?
0: Tejas, I'm quite lame at setting up all these New Year resolutions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're just lame in general, but okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, but then there was this one time uh, in 2018, to be more precise, on the 1st of Jan, when few of us were discussing about this topic, and I announced with all my gusto that I would like to start meditating for 10 minutes consistently each day, uh, and I adhered to the resolution and started the practice, And as the weeks rolled on, I began reading a bit more and talking about meditation with many others. And it so happened a few months later, one of my CIS friends uh, suggested that we all do the Vipassana meditation course, simply because we found the guidelines quite challenging. Imagine you can't talk to anyone for 10 full days.
1: I can imagine other people doing it, but believe me when I say I thought it was impossible for you like I was like I was mentally prepared okay she'll come in one day two days maybe
0: right and my and Gauri Chikama and me together yeah see no
1: Gauri Chikama I I had more faith in Gauri Chikama I have to admit because she was also she was going to a different place no you were still in the UAE so I thought okay fine she'll come back home very fast
0: yes and the second thing that we found um you know quite challenging was that we had to meditate eight to ten hours each day Mm -hmm. so we weren't sure whether we could sit cross-legged or how we could do uh, even without dinner in the evening Uh, but then we enrolled for the program in may and this was the first time um, that all three of us did the vipassana course and it has really benefited us immensely. So it was also the first time I set a new year resolution and followed it. Nice,
1: ma. That's that's very cool, and it's a very recent thing that's happened. So it's not a not an old example that you're using. So if you're someone who sets New Year's resolutions like this and you follow them, um, I have a very like a follow up to that that I find maybe a little curious. Uh, it's entirely possible for you to wake up any time during the year or any day without looking at this conception of time that we have through calendars and stuff and say I want to do something and then just follow it through. Why not just resolve to do the things that you want to do every day? Why wait for the new year to do it?
0: If we you know otherwise then it won't be called as a new year resolution. <laughs> That's why it will just be a part of your to-do list. For <laughs> but anyway, jokes aside, uh, what would your answer be for that question?
1: So I think we're very, uh, I think the human mind has only a certain capacity for determination and discipline. It's very difficult like, to create new habits and things like that. It makes it very tough to change old habits. And every time you want to change something about yourself. I've noticed that there's always resistance. I don't know whether it's just me or whether this is how the human, how humans work in general, but I noticed that there's some amount of internal resistance to change, Uh, any change, change in location, change in circumstances, change to habits. And I find that it's very difficult to wake up and say, yes, I'm going to be steely determined from now on. I can imagine Appa doing it, okay? Because I think of, he has a very, very steely mind in terms of how much resolve he possesses to do something. But it's very tough for me to think of doing something like that. And I think that that's true for several human beings. Like if I start something in the middle of the year, I feel like maybe I'll do it for a month, maybe two months. At most, maybe it'll last three months, but at some point I'll become tired and I'll be like, okay, there's no point doing it. Uh, The thing a new year's resolution does is that it adds that gravitas. It adds that external motivation because so many people around the world have set new year's resolutions for themselves. And as you clock off day by day uh, within your week or day by day within your calendar, you start to feel more of that resolve building you. Oh, I've done it for a week already. There are only 51 weeks left in the year. Oh, I've done it for 200 days already, only 165 more to go. And I think that with New Year's resolutions, it's all about building on things. So either your New Year's resolution is something that you set aside to do for this year and tick off your bucket list for this year. Like, okay, I want to skydive for the first time in 2018 or 2021. That's one type of New Year's resolution. The other type is something that you want to build into a habit and then take with you for the rest of your life. For me, last year, that was brushing my teeth at night every day, which is a habit that I had forgotten over time. And what I find with that is that if you do it for 365 days, it just increases your capacity to take it for a longer time. Because I think scientific studies have concluded that it takes around 90 days for a fresh habit to develop. I could be mistaken, but my last reading said it was a period of 90 days for a fresh habit. So that's my reasoning. Yeah.
0: So do you think uh, it will help if you're accountable for it in terms of discussing your new year resolution with your family or friends?
1: Yeah, I think developing any accountability mechanisms are always helpful, right? And maybe that's one way in which if I was to resolve something in the middle of the year, uh, having an external accountability mechanism might make it more likely that I'll stick to it. Uh, But then again, a lot of resolutions are very personal. Uh, So why share it with family or why share it with people at all? Um, It's something you want to do and you're doing for yourself. It's, it's um, It's not something that you're doing to show off to people. I want to do it. I'm resolving to do it because I think it will help me be happier. For example. And that I think is is sufficient. Like that internal accountability of seeking out that happiness through resolving something for the new year is is sufficient as an internal accountability mechanism. So I think it's very person dependent. Some people will prefer that a couple of a set of friends know about things. And some people will just be able to do it internally. That's how that's how I feel. But moving on from this, do you think that New Year's resolutions actually work?
0: Uh, Yes, the new year resolutions will definitely work as long as they are specific. This is my belief, Uh, things like if you want to visit five new places in 2021. So as long as it is measurable and quantifiable, then it will definitely work. It's easier to walk away when you don't set goals and you're vague about like, you know, what I did last year, for example. I decided that I would stay away from chocolates, coffee and tea, Um, but eventually I had to give up. I have not been consistent. Uh, And this year I have set myself um, goal, not a goal actually, uh, I have resolved rather to be more physically fit at the end of the year. Uh, I want to see myself run few small 5K marathon. I think that for me would be the biggest triumph at the end of the year.
1: Nice. That's, I think that's a very good example of how specificity helps in our lives. Yeah. I think having that specificity is really important.
0: Yeah. So if uh, if there were some things that you would like to stop doing this year, what would it be, Tejas?
1: So the one big thing that I want to stop doing this year is uh, dressing with the sense that I live in a hostel. Now I'm very comfortable about the clothes that I wear, and I like wearing comfortable clothes in general. My fashion is guided by principle of comfort and not by external style factors and stuff. I, I know this is not something that you agreed with when I was a child, but you've learned that comfortable comfortable dressing is when I feel the most confident. Mm-hmm. And but the thing that starts to happen is that in the gray area between comfort and extreme comfort is when I start to look like. I don't belong in a lot of places. Um, And I, I found that for me that has started to impact my self-confidence. I start to, I get more conscious of the fact that people are taking photographs of me or uh, I feel bad when I look at photographs of myself where I'm not, I feel like I could have presented myself in a better manner. I just want to be ready for any meetings or any photographs, because I think what this year of living on zoom has taught us is that you should just start to become more comfortable with the way that you present yourself. And that's what I really want to work on over the course of the year. The second thing I want to stop doing is thinking about weight as being attached to my self-confidence. I am someone who has intrinsically linked the two in my head. uh, And I'm slowly starting to detach it and looking at it more from the health perspective rather than the confidence perspective. Because I want to be happy with the way that I look and the way that I appear and how much weight I have as long as I'm healthy like if I'm a healthy human being and I feel fit then it shouldn't matter what external parameters say unless of course it's it's an unhealthy thing so those are the two things I want to stop
0: good Good, that's very interesting. I'll keep reminding you about that. Yeah. Whenever I see you on Zoom, not being dressed properly and in casuals. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, no, it's not about casuals or anything. And I think that your standards are different. So I don't want you to remind me. I think Appa is a better <laughs> barometer for me. But but coming back to what we were talking about about specific goals, why do you think it's important to set these specific goals instead of maybe broader themes? I saw a very interesting video that one of my friends shared with me sometime last week about setting themes for the year that you can that you can set yourself, you know, a year of reading or a year of learning. Um you and I both set specific goals. How how do specific goals help you?
0: Yeah, uh, for me, I see these broader themes themes are more towards evolving as a person, uh, your characteristics, your traits, and the personality as you grow each day. So like I said before, uh, sometimes it becomes very difficult to measure uh, if you have these broader things. And it's always easier when it is more specific. Like, for example, a broader theme would be to grow on the spiritual path. How do you measure it, right? So that becomes a quite challenging compared to a fitness one. Then you say at the end of the year, I want to run five kilometers. So it is more quantifiable as a measure of your own stamina and your well-being. So Tejas, moving on, what brings you the most joy and how are you going to do that?
1: Uh, what brings me the most joy? Okay, that's a difficult question. I think what brings me the most joy is learning. So I'm a very curious person who likes questioning things. And if I was given 24 hours in a day, I would just spend my time learning about stuff. And I look at any form of entertainment, like media and um, TV shows and all of that is just being really good learning opportunities. You learn so much about acting from watching actors. You learn so much about photography and filmmaking when you watch good documentaries and stuff. and I think that how I'm going to continue on that path of learning is just being more open-minded about things. I don't want to be closed-minded about any opportunity that for learning that is provided because I think every moment of trying out something is an opportunity to learn from it. So that's how I'm going to do that.
0: Mm. And for me, the joy is bringing a smile on someone's face. <laughs> it won't be as small as buying a Cadbury's milk chocolate to your house help or assisting an elderly person cross the street in whatever mm. small ways you can. So I don't think I have one most joy. Nice. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think you're someone who, who gets joy by spreading joy.
0: Ah, uh-huh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. 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 So what major indulgence are you willing to experience this year?
1: The Major indulgence that I'm willing? That's difficult, huh? What do you classify as an indulgence, first of all? Mm, I think maybe one major indulgence that I'm willing to experience this year is traveling to meet my friends when it is safe to do so. I am usually a reluctant traveler. Uh, I think I, I enjoy traveling a lot, but it takes a lot of stamina for me to get out of my house and actually go and travel. The thing that Cambridge has introduced me to, because it's such a small city, is actually going and walking to meet someone and the joy that walking to meet someone can bring you and similar and them of course so I think the one big indulgence when it is safe for us to do so I would I would definitely like to travel to meet someone to meet friends of mine across Europe because I have a couple there um, in different parts of the UK uh, even in America at some point so I'd like to do that if it's possible.
0: Mm. And uh, who would be the three people whom you would like to spend most time with other than your parents?
1: Oh, okay. So uh, good. You quanti- You said other than your parents. No, yeah, I didn't
0: two. want you to say Appa.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would have. I was ab- <laughs> yeah, I was about to include both of you. Um, so I'll actually just discount family altogether because I definitely like to spend as much time as possible with you. Um, I have a very close school friend in Boston who I I really want to meet again and do some fun stuff with. I have a very close friend in Bangalore. So it would be really nice to get these two together when, you know, go someplace. It's nice because I'm in the middle of the two. So I've been sort of touting the fact that when it is safe for us, it's probably best that they both visit me. So, uh, because we can meet midway and then just figure out a nice plan. Um, But I think, Apart from that, someone else I want to spend a lot of time with is myself, because I've learned how to enjoy my own company so much. Uh, I'm very happy to just be with myself and just enjoy whatever moments I get to experience. Mm-hmm. So that's become very nice. What about you? Is there anyone that you're looking to spend time with?
0: Not anyone in particular. Um... Hey,
1: me, me. I never qualified <laughs> in I never qualified my question by removing family.
0: You said excluding the family. I I
1: didn't exclude it for you. My God, what a loser.
0: (laughs) Withdrawn. Uh, So I would like to meet our family whom we haven't seen for the last one year. And I have fond uh, memories of our uh, teacher, school teachers. So given an opportunity, I would definitely like to visit and uh, uh, you know spend some uh, time with them.
1: That's very nice, Amma. And I think even I've gotten my, my passion for staying in touch with my teachers from you and from Appa. So I'm very grateful to see that.
0: Yes. So Tejas, you set a lot of milestone-based goals, like uh, publishing the newsletter each day. It is definitely a Herculean task, collecting informative articles across varied interests. You do the blog posts regularly, um, you know, reading books or writing the book reviews. So why do you do all this? Does it help you?
1: Yeah, I think it's very personal. So a lot of A lot of external people might look at it as, oh, he's doing so much writing this, writing that and hitting so many milestones. But for me, I find it very difficult to develop any consistency habits when I'm so busy with my academic studies. So the academic timetable is so crunched together. And it's been this way all the time. Uh, Throughout five years at GNLU, it was just semester mooting during semester debates and then take your time off, go do internships, then come back to semester and so on. And at Cambridge, it's such a short year, like it's just nine months that you're consistently under some sort of, you know, academic relentlessness, keep reading, keep understanding, keep questioning that it feels very difficult for me to develop my, my life outside of that. And I feel like setting those milestones makes it easier for me to say, I have to make time for it. Otherwise I will not be happy. And so I think it's easier for me to develop that consistency and maintain that consistency, which is equally important to me, uh, only by setting these specific milestones. So by reminding myself that I have to write the newsletter each day, what I tell myself is, oh, you have to read each day, you have to read outside of law. You have to find something that you find interesting every day. You have to spend time, you know, read, listening to a podcast, which means taking a break from screens altogether for the day and just putting earphones on and listening to something. Um, that I think is is very important to me. And that's how I think it helps me.
0: Yeah, there's a commitment to keep for yourself each day then.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I and there's a commitment outside of law because law has become such a overwhelming part of my life and an overwhelming part of the way that I think that I find that it's it's very difficult sometimes to relate to other modalities of thinking that only reading can help you with.
0: So what other activities would you like to add to your routine to help you manage?
1: What other activities? Uh, I'm, I'm really looking like one of the things that I built last year was my music practice and just getting back to that every day. Uh, that's been one source of happiness. The other very big thing that's on the list is to get out of the house every day. That's an activity now because with, with COVID, I think it's very easy for us to forget that sometimes it's important to get that change of scenery. So wear your mask, wear your gloves, um, take all the precautions that you have to, but step out for a walk, get some fresh air because we we really need it. and That I think is the only way for me to see the bits and pieces of Cambridge that I want to and really experience this city. Yeah, I think that's that's the big activity for me. But that's a very nice that's a very nice discussion we've just had. Amma, I really enjoyed it. I think that I'm I'm curious to see how both of our New Year's resolutions pan out. In the last episode of this year, we can probably revisit them and look at whether or not we've internally or externally succeeded with them. Mm -hmm. And to the listener, I hope your New Year's resolutions are successful as well. Thank you very much for tuning in. This podcast will be out wherever you listen to podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or YouTube. Please subscribe and do listen in next Tuesday for another episode. We'll see you then. Goodbye.